plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Selling with Love podcast. This is your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and we are going to overcome one of the biggest fears. I think one of the biggest problems that's costing people so much in sales volume, sales number, and actually helping clients get what they want, solve their actual problems. And this is the question of following up. Now, I had the conversation with Alec, Alec Octopus. If you've listened to that episode a couple of weeks ago, this was one of the things people were giving me so much feedback on is understanding how undervalued following up is. And, you know, I've been there and I still am there sometimes where I'm going through my list of people I might want to follow up with, or I've reached out, they said, oh, talk to me at a later time. And as such, I'm looking at the list and maybe I talked to them a month ago and I'm wondering, ah, oh, should I follow up now? Are they going to think I'm annoying? Am I going to be bothersome? Am I going to be like one of those people? And so as such, I'm like hesitating, I'm waiting. And then I say, oh, maybe I'll do it in another week. And so I'll push off the activity maybe to another week when I realize that this is just noise in our heads. And if you've ever been in that situation where you have some follow-ups to do and we seem to delay this activity, there seems to be emotions coming up, maybe fear, anxiety. But the worst is that it causes this level of hesitation. If there's anything that slows down our progress in business is when we have sales hesitation, thinking that all these fears we have in our head are going to come true when we go and quote unquote bother these people. <laughs> this one time when I was working as a telephone salesperson, there was this one lady that I called, didn't answer. And then I called back. I left a voice note. I called back. They answered. I went through my sales script at the time. And they said, oh, I'm not ready to put my house for sale. So can you call back in six months? And then I would call back in three, no answer. Then I'd call again, left a voicemail. All in all, I ended up following up with this lady 27 times. Finally, on the 27th time, this person actually decided to allow the realtor to go do a home evaluation. And they decided right then and there to put their house on the market with this realtor. And when the realtor asked them, like, why did you decide to do business with us? They said, well, you had this one guy call me 20 some times. And I realized if you're this persistent on following up with people to list their house with them, I know you're going to be working really hard to sell my home as well. And so as such, it was very interesting how all the excuses in my head actually meant nothing when it was true that what I was trying to create is value, provide massive value to this client. Because I did know that the people that listed their homes with the company that I was representing at the time were truly being served adequately when they listed their homes with us. So I was persistent. I was following up. And this is always an event in my life that I use as an anchor when I have follow-up hesitancy because I realize how valuable it is that we are persistent, that we do care enough about the transformation and we do what is necessary to follow up. I'm on this website, zoominfo.com. They have amazing statistics. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to have more reasons to see why following up is so important. Let me read you a few of the statistics that are really important. Check this out. Did you know that 50% of sales happen after the fifth contact point, right? Five contact point. But here's another stat against this, which is the average sales representative only makes two attempts to reach a prospect. So you can see how you could be underperforming in your business because most sales reps, we only make two attempts and then we're like, yeah, if they didn't pay attention after two times, they probably don't have any interest in our product and services. 
but have a look at even how we respond to our emails, right? Like you will have something that's important to you. You'll receive an email about it. You'll park it. You might forget about it. We get hundreds more. And we realize that we do not keep every sales conversation front of mind. When someone's trying to sell us something that we actually need, we're not like always thinking about it. But as the seller, we think every single piece of communication we send out is being scrutinized, analyzed. And the person's like, oh my God, I can't believe they followed up after only so many days. Actually, we need to capture their attention, right? Here's another interesting statistic, 44% of salespeople give up after one follow-up, like you just did one and people give up. Look at this, 75% of online buyers want to receive between two to four phone calls before a company gives up. 12% would like a company to try as many times as it takes to get a hold of them. So they want to be pursued and they want to see that the company cares to actually earn their business. Again, after the fourth call, 92% of salespeople give up after no sales when 60% of customers says no, uh, they'll say no four times before saying yes. So all the statistics show that as salespeople, we don't follow up enough. And as customers, we want to have more touch points. So in here lies an amazing opportunity for you to take this and not think, oh my God, I don't know if I'm bothering them, but rather realize that, hey, follow-up is essential. Most of my problems might not be because I'm not generating enough leads. It's probably because I'm not putting enough attention to the leads I've got. And so here's some powerful tips I'd love to share with you to take home, to implement right away whenever you want to have a great follow-up system within your business, okay? So tip number one, if you're on a sales call and you didn't have the person make the purchase right then and there and they ask you to follow up or they say they're not ready at this time, you always want to include, is it okay to follow up at a later time? Always ask the permission to follow up at the end of a sales call that might not have resulted in a sale because you'll always have an attempt to sell later statistics, which I'm going to pull from nowhere, but it seems to come from my deep memory. So go with me on this one. About 8% of the people we talk to are looking to buy right away. About 20% are not going to be even interested in your solution. And the rest of that percentage is only waiting to do a solution at a later time. So if we're just trying to squeeze the sale right then and there and forget anyone who doesn't buy immediately, we're leaving out the majority of the people who might want to buy later down. So when you end the conversation, it's not a dead lead. Simply ask the question, is it okay if I follow up at a later time? Most people will say yes, no problem. And then your next question after that is, when would be a good time to follow up? Then you can put something in the calendar. If you're just using Google Calendar, whatever time they tell you, you can go and put that schedule in your calendar because most people see that salespeople break their promise by not even following up as they promised. And if you're trying to build trust and credibility, at least honor your follow-up. So if they say six months, go and put something in your calendar. I'm going to be very honest, when I was following a system that was applied in B2C sales, whatever time they told me they wanted to follow up, I would divide that time in two. Because if they're going to be considering making the purchase in six months, they'll start thinking about it in half that time. So I would make sure to start my follow-ups at half the time they'd overtold me. Some people might find that too aggressive. I thought it resulted very well in bringing the sales conversions that I wanted. So I would encourage it as well because in three months, you can reevaluate if it's still three months down the line or if they're not ready yet, you can always ask, is it okay to follow up at a later time? But you stay front of mind. That's really, really important. So that's the first tip. Always ask for a follow-up if the sale didn't close at that time and then ask when would be a good time to follow up. Whatever is being stated, I divide that time into and I put it into my calendar. Now, even more than that is I actually use a tool. And for those of you who are part of the Facebook community, I'm going to share the exact tool and process that I use to do my 
follow-ups automatically. So I don't even need to think about it. I didn't need to put them in the calendar. They automatically go out. And there's a very powerful tool you can use for free and I'll show you how to use it. If you're not part of the Facebook community yet, you simply have to go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash selling with love. You can join that community. I have a link in the show notes as well. And we're going to have some bonus material around this episode on how you can actually go out there and automate this process. So you don't even need to think about it. It's done automatically. It's free. It's pretty cool. And I walk you through it in the group. So I hope to see you there. Lots of tips, extra shares, and a place to connect with other people who think selling should be done from a place of love. All right. Next up, tip number two is any reason is a good reason. All right. If you have a list of leads and maybe these are people you've spoken to a long time ago, time has passed, they feel pretty cold. You almost feel like, oh my God, if I reach out, it'll be out of nowhere. And you're trying to find a reason to reach out and it never feels like the right time. Any reason is a good reason. As long as you have a reason, you can often find yourself much more comfortable when it comes to following up. And you know, there's some organizations, they would basically just say it's the start of the month. Hey, January just started. And as such, I was thinking about you. We hadn't talked in a long time. So I thought it'd be a good time to see, are you still looking into, you know, helping yourself with sales solutions? Are you looking to train your sales staff? Are you trying to overcome sales blocks? Just giving a reason is already a huge plus on helping you get your foot in the door and just actually doing the follow-up. The longer you wait, the more you'll have that resistance. This inertia becomes sticky. It's almost like everything starts rusting over with your lead and now you feel even more anxious about following up. So any reason is a good reason. Hey, then you're just started and I thought about following up. Hey, it's Monday and I'm just thinking about people I haven't talked to in a long time and I thought about you. Whatever your honest reason is that, hey, I was doing a follow-up on a lot of people I haven't talked to in a long time, so I thought about you and I wanted to touch base. Find yourself a reason. If you give a quick reason, it actually makes the good icebreaker for you to actually follow up. But if you add that reason, it often just helps you get over your own fear and you can finally do your follow-up, which brings me to the third tip I want to share, which is conversion often doesn't need to be comfortable. If you're waiting for things to feel right when it comes to following up or doing your sales activity... See, when a new lead comes in, it's often a lot more exciting. You have it in the calendar. You're like, yes, this is a fresh lead. But, you know, we don't need to wait till the right time to follow up. As I said on tip number two, any reason is a good reason. And it's not about waiting for things to be right. It's about doing it right away. Like if you know you have a series of leads that you could do a touch point, you could reach out, then schedule it, do it. You don't need to wait till you feel right. Because the fact of the matter is this is not necessarily ever going to be something that feels right. It's just something you got to get done. So when you want to go and convert, you want to increase your sales, it's not something that you're going to wait for the perfect comfortable moment. Just go and do it. And then you'll be surprised that you're getting more contact points. You're maybe scheduling some phone calls. You're making some extra sales from leads you might have given up on. But just as the statistics have said, there's so much more touch points you can do to bring so much more business out of existing contacts that you have. And I'm hoping that by listening to this episode, you can already think of a ton of people you might have talked to in the last year that you might not have talked to recently, which now with the start of the year could be a really good time to follow up. So what can we do right now? Well, take that list. It's almost the middle of January, 2023 right now. I think that's a perfect reason to follow up right now. So you could say, happy new year. I know I'm a little late, but I was just thinking of people that were looking for my product and services that I hadn't talked to in a long time. So I thought of you. Have you been looking to do X, Y, Z? And I'd love to know what results you've gotten from just doing that. And of course, if you are in the Facebook community, 
That is the place where we share, we connect, and we get to have even more content on how you can automate a lot of your follow-ups. We're going to be doing that episode right now as I'm recording this. They're watching the live stream. So I'm hoping to see you in that community. And again, go out there and keep selling with love. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast.